Are you ready to be punched in the nuts by the truth? Then get ready for the number one no-nonsense, zero bullshit, whiner-free podcast that Time Spiral Magazine stated. What Viagra does for old people, this show does for magic players. It's the one, the only, Public Enemies Podcast. With your hosts in alphabetical order, because we didn't want to offend anybody, Dr. Jesus. Howdy to all you ladies out there in Radio Land. Jay Bush. God damn it. And last but never least, Tangents. When life gives you lemons, quit. So lube up your ear holes and prepare to be skullclamped. Because you're tuned into Public Enemies. Hey guys, welcome to uh, Public Enemies episode 6, I think. Uh, it is Jay Bush here with Tangent and Dr. Jeebus, as always. What is uh, up, everyone? Hey, now you're not even going to give me a chance to say hello, dude. What's up with that? Because you fuck it up every episode. I thought I was, <laughs> was going to say, we can't do it right. This. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's episode 6. It's... Uh, it is about time that we started talking about uh, some M12 a little bit more, I guess. So, just wanted to, to give a thanks to all of our listeners, getting some good comments on MTG Cast. Glad that it came back up and that they're kind of working through it. Um, for me, it still loads pretty slowly, but I'm just glad that that, that site's back up and they kind of got that stuff going. Yeah, so what do you guys want to talk about first? What do you guys want to go through? What do you... Yeah. Well, I want to say first of all, also thanks for the emailers too. With the feed, the feedback actually helps a lot, so it's always good to have you know good feedback, especially feedback where you tell us how awesome we are. But aside from that, I think that we should talk about pre-releases to start out with. Yeah. Well, I know Jeebs did the uh, the pre-release at his store, I assume, right? That is correct. There are a couple of them. Did you get to play? Or did you have to judge them all? No, we actually had we had a really good turnout uh, Saturday, which I was pretty pleased with. Um, and then Sunday was better than Sundays normally are, so there was definitely no chance for me to play. Uh, let me just ask something. Now, I, I, I heard something on Monday Night Magic from Jack, I believe, saying that you were talking on Twitter about having to turn people away. Was that really you, or did he have the wrong person? That wasn't for this pre-release. That happened um, with World Wake. Oh, okay. I thought like, he was... We actually had twice as many people show up as we had product. Like, we had room for everyone, but we didn't get enough product. Right. Um, which was... That was the big problem, uh, as I understand it, in New York. And then in London, there just wasn't any. Right. I think the, they were... Rela- the reason why they brought it up is because they as- they did assume that you were talking about this time, and they thought that the reason for it was because of the large pre-releases being taken away. Is why they brought it up. 
no, we got we got what we expected this time. That was for whatever reason, it was a one time thing where they fucked us over and we had to turn away at just as many people as we had playing. Which is about the worst PR you can possibly get. Yeah. So thanks for that, Wizards. For sure. But thank you for not doing it again. <laughs> so tell us about your did you have any interesting stories from your you know, your side of the table there? Um, nothing outrageous. Like I've I've heard stories from other judges about like having to DQ four players from uh, a draft. Which considering a draft is normally eight players, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's pretty um, you had to do that this weekend? Well, it ha- it happened at this pre-release. Like, I can't go into the details about it. Uh, Why? I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to talk about stuff on that's on the judge listserv off of the listserv. So you can't talk about it, like, in the sense that you can't say what happened, or you can't talk about it like you can't say who it is, or both? I believe both. Really? That's my so understanding. That sucks. And then if, I, when, if I'm wrong, when someone feel free to email it? and collect, uh, correct me. When can you um, talk about it? When they're resolved? Yeah, well, I mean, like, if it's, well, it's not something that's going to involve investigation. Like, if it's a big thing and there's investigation involved, then, yeah, once the results are out, it's impossible to keep that under wraps. But Well, Jeeves, see, one thing you don't know about me, dude, is I'm actually Wizards PR, and I'm just letting you know right now that it's okay. You know, you can go ahead and and tell. We'll be all right. Yeah, so... It's, it was just a weird thing. These things happen, but no, I didn't have I didn't have any horror stories. It was uh, in terms yeah. of being on like the judging end of it. It was pretty cool. Although there were funny story I was mentioning before we started recording, like the deck that came in first place, like undefeated in one of our ven- events, was like the biggest pile of shit I have ever seen. So that's actually you know good for him. That's impressive. Like the only decent cards in his entire sealed pool were two overruns, and he was playing green, but he wasn't even running them because he didn't have enough creatures. Oh my god! What? Oh, that's like horrible. if he put the overruns in, he would have had like six creatures in his deck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the deck was like brindle boars and one vastwood gorger. Wow, and he won. So, he won. So it just what goes to show that... Uh, did he just open ten Doomblades or something? He had, like, five fogs, dude, and all he did was just keep fogging every other turn. No. <laughs> dude, fog's not an answer to overrun, all right? Um, no, Neither there, is Negate. Like, yeah, there was, there was two Doomblades, like... I guess it was really fast, because the only creatures he had except for the Gorger were all, like, two drops and then Brindlebores. So in that regard, I guess, you know, if your opponent had a bad draw, I guess he was playing all slow decks or decks with bad draws. But, like, he beat someone who cast, like, Frost Titan and Inferno Titan in the same game with Brindle Bores. I don't what even know the how the fuck. fuck what else did he have in his deck? Dude, it was, again, there was two Doomblades, but other than that, it was total shit. So basically, so everyone else was both. bad. I mean, what? I don't understand. Honestly, I don't know how he won, because I saw him cast Doomblade on the Frost Titan when that came down. And he forgot the um, Frost Titan's other ability and didn't have two more mana, so it was countered. Oh my god, everyone must have been horrible <laughs> at your store, dude. You must have oh the worst. Like, your store, the pe- players must show up on the short bus, dude. I guess so. Well, they must, because, like, the first day, um, like, there's a player who comes to our store who's played on the Pro Tour before, and he won, which normally happens, but, like, I mean, there was someone who had um, both Jace and Gideon in their deck, which, you know, for limited seems really good, and I think he went, like, one in four. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, moving on. Jay, how was your uh, story? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was pretty fun. I got to sit at a table where three people opened Jace. One of them was Foil, and somebody else opened Chandra. And I almost punt built and played green white instead of blue white. No, green blue instead of blue white. Because I wanted to go for like the aggro, like 
have nothing in my curve over three type idea because I had a lot of like bears and shit. And uh, my white was just really good, I guess. Um, I don't know. It was like it was fun. I like I came in fifth at the one that I did on at midnight. So I think it was like five rounds. Yeah, five rounds, and I lost one of them. I went four and one. And then uh, it was a funny story. This guy Nick. So like I don't. You guys will have to tell your your stories like this too because I'm sure you have them. But <laughs> you know when you sit down and you're like a better magic player than the person you're sitting across from, and you know that you are. And they do too. And you're like, hey, do you want a prize split? You're like, hey, like what? what's your record? And they're like, three and one, and it's round five. And they're like, what's your record? And I'm like, three and one. And you're like, yeah, do you want to do you want to draw and prize split? Or do you just want to like draw and like get into the top eight or whatever? <clears throat> and they kind of like look at you like you're trying to scam them. <laughs> and you're like, how do you explain that to people that you're not trying to scam them without looking like a scammer? Because like, so I sit down and I say this to this Nick guy, right? And he looks at me like I'm like just trying to pull like the wool right over his eyes. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm not trying to scam you or anything, which of course now makes me look like a shady bastard. I'm just like saying like it's five in the morning. We've been playing Magic since midnight. I have to be up in two hours to play Magic all day at a pre-release tomorrow, today. Wow, life's tough. Um, no, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> so do you, like, we're both three and one. If we go three, one, and one, we'll get, let's say, let's say we get ten packs each or whatever. Then we get ten packs each. If, if we draw and you get ten packs and I get twelve packs, then I'll give you a pack and we'll prize split. If, on the other hand, if you lose this match... You get no packs. And if I lose this match, I get no packs. So all I'm trying to do is hedge our bets and just say, hey, if we prize split, we can get, you know, probably way more, like at least four packs each instead of none packs for one of us and six packs for the other or something, right? Right. And he's like looking at me like I'm all like speaking Chinese. <laughs> and he's like, nah, nah, I'd rather just play. And then again, oh my God. Of, instead oh my God. of, and then, and like it gets better. Instead of like letting it go for some reason, it's like five in the morning. I've had a root beer at about two thirty, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, Whoa, wired. you must have been out of control. You're wired up. No, root beer, beer doesn't root beer some of the guys. Isn't root beer like usually caffeine free? So you're like wired just off sugar or something? No, no, it was a Barks. That oh, shit okay, has caffeine. Okay. <laughs> I made sure. So, so I'm like out of control, right? And and I don't let it go. I go, okay, that's fine. Um, do you just want to play it out because you don't understand how to prize split? Or do you want to play it out because you think I'm being shady? Or do you just want to play because, like, you just want to play? And he's, like, looking at me like, what the fuck? And I don't know if he listens to this podcast. I know he listens to the A-Team, so I'm going to retell the story there, too. But, nice. Um, but, yeah, he's like, he's like, no, I just want to play. We're here to play Magic. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And, he, and then I'm thinking, like, fuck, like, this always happens. I go to play against somebody, and I try to prize split with them, and they say no. And then now this guy's going to have, like, fucking ten dragons in his deck or some shit. <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to screw this guy out of a win, but it just always happens that way. So we sit down and we play, and he's got lots of really good cards, and he's just, like, he's, like, slamming me out with a bunch of, like, shitty creatures because I can't draw my answers. Yeah. But I had two mind controls, so I ended up beating him. And then, sucker that he is, he ended up getting one pack, and I ended up getting <laughs> ten. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had, I actually had a situation, of, not at a pre-release, um, it was at a game day like that, where it was just a bunch of people who have no idea how tournament math works, yeah, and, like, I and I, I, I'll admit that I don't know how it works. But when I, when I'm like one away, like I, like when it's draw or lose, 
If you draw your in, if you lose your out, I know how that works. <laughs> right. I was trying to explain it to someone. I'm like, if we draw, we both make the top eight. You know, if we play, only one of us will. And he's not understanding it. I actually had to, like, walk him over to the tournament, like, results that were printed out and explain to him exactly how math worked. And, like, this is why we both want to draw right now. And yeah. then he was like, oh, okay, I think I get it. Dude. Like, it's, it's, it's not that complicated. <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty horrible, Jay. I mean, did you? You know what you should have said, Jay. You should have said, "Okay, well, if it's just that you want to play Magic, why don't we split and we'll play our match as if we hadn't split, just to see who wins." But we'll really split and we'll draw. Yeah, you, yeah, you can I'm like, like split and then play for fun. I've seen lots of people yeah. do that. And yeah, and I'm I'm fine with that, but like. I felt like almost saying that would make it seem even more shady. Because I'm just like, I won't let it go, right? And then I would have been doing it to try and sound shady, man. I would have been like, I would have been like, come on, man. You know you want to. Come you on, buddy. You want to. Come on. <laughs> Everyone's doing it, man. You should try it. <laughs> so, like, okay, so, like, this is my thing. For, for all the players out there that don't know how tournament math work and shit, if somebody comes up to you, and they're like, hey, do you want a prize split, blah, blah, blah. And they're being, like, pretty genuine and nice about it and whatever. You should probably, like, you can do your own math. You could talk to the TO, whatever. But, like, they're not probably trying to rip you off. Um, and, um, like, do I not like, talk to the TO. Sorry, don't talk to the TO. Yeah, if someone ever asks you if you want a prize split, do not talk to the TO or probably. judge. And I, and I do not officially ever condone you having those conversations. Why not? Because unless you're in, like, a top eight or, a, like, single elimination, it's illegal, well, against DCI rules, to discuss, like, prize splitting. Is it really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's an, uh, I don't. I, I didn't no think idea. it was. Yeah, so don't, no idea don't talk to the TO. I, don't talk to the judge. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It. Everybody does it. I've I, I beg, I, I want to I discuss this, because I'm pretty sure that I've heard on multiple things, including on JudgeCast, that you can prize split, and you can do it on Magic Online too. Like it's actually a part of the, you know, it's it's okay as long as certain. Did, wait, did they rebuild? Did they build it back into? Um, no, no, no. I mean, I'm saying that 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 there's a uh, that it's well, it used to be that it just wasn't like allowed. If you found it were like caught doing it, you'd be in trouble for it. But well, it's, okay, let me let me put it this way: you were you were allowed to ask your opponent. If they would either like to concede or you were allowed to ask your opponent for a draw, and you were allowed to ask your opponent if they just want to, like, split the prize equally, but any conversations involving the result of the match and the prize, again, unless you're in, like, a top eight uh, in an event, those have to be sp- uh, separate discussions. Again, unless what? something has changed and, so like, I'm unaware of. I, yeah, I don't, well, well I mean, why would it be okay in the top eight of an event but not in any other event? I don't understand what the difference of that would be. Yeah. Top eight's actually fairly new. It used to only be uh, top two of single elimination could discuss prize split. Okay. Um, they changed it to top eight, I think, within like the last year or so, and I think that's largely as a matter of time. Right, but like, events that don't have a top eight, how are you... I mean, that doesn't make any sense why it would be okay in well, events. Well, if it's strictly a Swiss event, then you're not supposed to do that stuff. Hmm. So don't do it in front of the TO or judge. Why are you not supposed to do that stuff? Because like, it's what's pollution. the problem with it? But like, why? I don't know. But, like, by the definition of the word, like, you were. No, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, why is this? Like, I can understand saying, like, concede to me so I get in and I'll give you prizes. <laughs> That's different than me saying, like, hey, uh, if we draw, we both get in. If we don't draw, we both are out. 
I look. Like, it's I'm not, not my like, job I... to make the rules or even necessarily to understand why. Right. Um, and I well, mainly I just don't want to get into the conversation about it. But like, it's again, unless something has changed fairly recently, and I just somehow am unaware of it. These those are the current rules. Hmm. Hmm. I, I wasn't up. aware of that, and I I I swear I've heard different. But maybe I've... and and everybody does it. Yeah, maybe everybody I'm thinking of the top eight, no, but I swear that I've heard. But like here in America, that's still considered illegal. That's totally different. Yeah. Anyway, how about this? How about this? If you are one of those newer or bad players that doesn't understand how this works, just prize split. Always prize split. Because, A, if you're a bad player who doesn't understand how it's going to work, I'm probably going to beat you anyway. <laughs> and I want I want you to Unless not Unless they have really good cards me. and they just stomp you. No, no, that's never actually happened. You just like, said that, always... that every time I do this... There's they, someone no, no. on the other side have, that's worse. Look, that's not how we're remembering tangents. <laughs> oh, okay. We're, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Change change the story, Jay. What, what I Suit said was every time it happens, they have all these bonkers cards, but I never said that I lose to them. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? So, like, this, yeah, guy had a really, this guy had a really good deck, and he almost beat me, and there was, like, the pressure was on, and a bunch of my trolly friends were watching, and they were being assholes, and a bunch of his friends were watching, which was, like... So I was like nerve wracking that as well. Of course, you're being assholes. You just tried to strong arm some like twelve year old in the casual flight into price. You're manhandling the noob, dude. Come on, you guys are fucking assholes. Anyway, (laughs) so he's almost beating me, and I ended up beating him anyway. But like that was the thing. It was like. And then they said to me afterwards, they were like, how come he didn't want a prize split? And I was like, I don't know, because he just didn't want to. Like, whatever, not a big deal. And then we were talking about this before, and they were like, yeah, the noobs that don't know how prize splitting works, you want them to say no so you can crush them and get more packs. The people that know how to prize split, generally, like, the only time you want to do that is with your friends so that you both get four packs instead of you getting none packs. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) And they're like, yeah. So whenever you ask somebody if they want a prize split, if they say no and they look newbie just say okay and just crush them after and i was like i guess <laughs> yeah i mean of course you were gonna crush the guy after getting into his head like that jay i mean come on <laughs> oh no, i do then, agree oh, with jay though like as a general rule hold on as a general rule if if you're playing against someone who is clearly a better player than you and they're offering something that sounds like it's intended to be nice like you should do it like I actually at our pre-release, someone actually like helped their opponent rebuild their deck before game three. Yeah, yeah, we've done that before. And like and that's, that's that was actually uh, technically it took more than three minutes, but um, I was gonna let it slide because that's really nice to be like, you know, I know you're a young player, like you have these bonkers cards in your pool, like and that's, why don't that's you try technically this? against the rules, right? Um, because it took more than three minutes. It's if it's your opponent, it's not considered outside. Uh, Outside assistance because they are part of the game. It's, I mean, in like, yeah, they're part of the game. Outside assistance is anyone who is not the two people playing, or like four and two-headed giant. Magic judge rules are so obscure and stupid. No wonder they call it rules loitering. Well, that one doesn't really matter because like, no, I just mean like competitive tournaments. There's no competitive tournament where you're going to ask your opponent like, hey, how do I sideboard against? No, but let's let's say this. This happens. We we sit down and we draft, right? And then we're done the draft, and it's like ten minutes before the draft starts. So I walk up to you and I'm like, hey, check out what I got. And you look through it, and then you're like, man, you should totally be playing this and this and this. Technically, because we're not in a game, that's illegal. But if it was like round one pairings were up, and I asked you that, then it would be fine. I think you said that backwards. No, I didn't. You said because they were in the game, it's not outside assistance, right? Oh, oh what if, so if I'm so, your so if our round, if our, 
Yeah, if our round hasn't started, like we're in an eight-man draft, and I walk up to you and I'm like, how'd you do? And you show me your deck, and then I help you rebuild it. But the pairing isn't up yet. That's illegal and against the rules. But if the round one pairing is up and we're together and you do that, then that's legal because you're not outside assisting me. <laughs> well, it's not, nothing is outside assistance if it's not during a game. Oh, really? Because I was always told, yeah. uh, like I was always told, like in sealed and at drafts and at bigger tournaments and stuff, that you you can't actually help me build my deck. No, like it's you illegal. can't help. Like, it's illegal to help someone build their deck, but you're at a big event. You're also using a deck list, so you can't change it. Like, but your opponents between or not opponent, your friends could tell you between rounds, like you should be playing this, this, and this. So just games two and three sideboard this stuff in. Right. Like, that's okay because that stuff's impossible to monitor. But if everyone's sitting quietly building their decks. It's pretty easy to tell when so people, wait. you know. Okay, so this is something that that happens at pre-releases all the time, and let's see if this is correct or not, and let's see if Tangent knows the answer to this. So me and Tangent are sitting at a table, we're cracking our packs for our midnight pre-release, and I have three colors that I've 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 sorted out my five colors. Three of them are playable, so the other two are off to the side. I know I'm going to play one of the three colors, let's call it green, and I'm trying to figure out what goes better with my green color, my black, or my red, let's say. So I show that to Tangent, and I say, hey, what do you think is better, or what do you think, even, we could even slim it down to what do you think of this card, before anything's even happened, like, we're, we've just cracked our packs. Is that, are you allowed to do that? Hey, are you allowed to just look at some dude and, oh, before you've even cracked your packs? No, 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 like, you've just cracked your pack. Oh, I thought you just said no before you've even cracked your packs. No... I was like... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, well, I, I don't see why you why you shouldn't be able to do that, but I'm sure that it's probably not necessarily, like, okay. I don't know if it's okay in the rules or not, like, on the pro level, but I know that I see people do it all the time, so... Yeah, well, me it's, too. it's definitely not on the pro level. Like, pre-releases in FNM are the lowest REL possible, although there's only three RELs now anyway. There used to be five, and they were always the lowest. Like, it, pre-releases in FNM are generally for everyone to have fun, and in general, a lot more stuff slides there than that shouldn't. So, I'd, those are habits I wouldn't want to get into, like, if you are ever going to go to, like, a limited GP or something, but at a pre-release, I don't imagine you're probably going to get called on it. But you could... Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not something I do. I don't I don't really like going, hey, uh, why don't you look at the cards that I could be playing against you before we play? I'd, I kind of make it a habit of trying to keep that. Are you the guy that goes and, like, hides under the table to build Yeah, it? yeah, I hide under the table. <laughs> I wear, like, a dark... You know what I mean, Dick. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't really share that because... I mean, after after maybe after the first match or something, when you know people, anyone watching could know what I was playing. But until I actually play, I mean, plus it's like if I'm trying to become a better Magic player and a better deck builder, then I'm going to do it on my own. I don't. I'm not going to ask everyone else what they think I should be doing. You know, it's like afterwards, like you were saying, you can talk to your friends and get some advice or whatever, and that's not as big of a deal. But but I think that initially it it really helps if you try and actually give it a go. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's cool. So did you want to hear my pre-release story? Because uh, yes, I that was the I'd longest pre-release story uh, ever. Segues. Oh, you know what I care about? <laughs> <laughs> I care about Tangent's pre-release story. <laughs> uh, my pre-release story is that in spite of the fact that I said I was going to Ben's game store because he had 
he uh, got the pre-release and was able to do that. He didn't actually get the pre-release in, in time, so I did not go to the pre-release. Good story. Okay, well, you like that? Wow, I am so yeah. glad you made us listen to that. <laughs> I'll, make I'll make up for it. So we went to the midnight pre-release at the place uh, where we did Canadian Nats. I don't know if I've told you guys this story before for the Nats cues. Right. But uh, remember, like you've probably heard it somewhere, but like we went there. There was like 50 people that showed up to this thing, all paid 30 bucks. And including like plus tax, and the top eight prizing was two packs and a foil promo glissa. So we were Wait, all I'm really sorry. happy about that. Say that again. Okay, so so we went to the Nats queues at the same store that we, I did the midnight pre-release, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I got and the, never mind. Yeah, the top eight for prizing was two packs each and a glissa. So we were all pretty pissed about that because you know thirty five dollars times. 50 people is a lot more money than that prize pool was worth. Um, so, anyway, so we went to the midnight pre-release at the same store because it was the only one in, the, in town having one. And they fucking locked us in. <laughs> they locked us in because they didn't want us sneaking cards in outside. Oh, my God. Wow. And I was, like, I was like, release, where yeah, I was like, I was like, A, where the fuck would I have gotten cards before this? B... If I wanted to sneak cards in outside, why the fuck wouldn't I just put them in my pocket? You guys <laughs> didn't monitor us building our decks, like. Well, it, like, that may have been their excuse because they felt it was more believable and less dickish. I guess, like, does Canada have noise laws, or is everyone so spread out that it doesn't matter? Yeah, we have them, but like, we're in the middle of an industrial area, and it's fat. nerds. It's not a party. It's fat, sweaty. Losers. Did like, they strip search you on your way in, out of curiosity? <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> no, he did that voluntarily. Break out the yeah. rubber glove. No, I just showed up in just a banana hammock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, so like, there's an interesting story that tangent you can live vicariously through me. Sweet, that's awesome. I do want to say one thing about pre-releases and just tournaments in general where you play limited. Um... I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that you've you've both seen this, and maybe not this exactly, but you've seen something similar. The one thing I hate, and this drives me crazy, and I'm sure other people can can agree, is multiple times when I've been playing in sealed specifically, but in drafts also, uh, when when the tournament's over, I will see someone take a giant stack of commons, uncommons, and probably some junk rares, and just drop them in the garbage can. It's like, dudes... What? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, that happens... Well, at our store, most people leave them on the table, which is... Right, yeah, which nice. is cool. That's what mo that's Be most people leave them on the table so, like, noobs can take them or, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. ...and throw them out because we don't want your crap either. But I have seen people just throw shit out. Instead. Yeah, they just throw it away. But the key is, is, like, just like you were saying, leave it on the table. Or if you see someone that's, you know, playing with literally taped-up magic cards because they can't afford any, which I've seen before... Then take them over and hand them to them and say, here's a bunch of cards. You know, give them to a kid. Do something. Just don't throw away cards. I mean, to me, that's a disrespect to the game. I don't understand yeah. that at all. Well, I understand it because, like, I don't need to own more Shriek Raptors. You know, but I like, but like, why wouldn't you enough, just, like, but why, like, especially because pre releases happen at stores. Like, why wouldn't you just leave them? On the table for the to go in the common bin. Yeah, what do you mean you understand like, it? Like, that makes no fucking sense at all. You like, can literally no, no, just no, no, give them away. Do we get it like a pre-release or something? I don't like if you buy packs and you just want to like take the rares and throw out the you know bulk commons. You have billions of that. I get. Do we get it at a store though? Like, 
that I don't get, especially because, like, we've had times when it's, like, someone's, you know, it's their very first draft. Yeah. And people were just, like, leaving comments on the table and, like, telling the kid, like, oh, you know, do you want these cards? And, like... I did that, I did that last Friday. Yeah, and, like, you know, when you do that to, like, a little kid, or even if it's not a little kid, someone, like, it's their first time playing, yeah. like, they light up, like, a fucking Christmas tree, like, oh, my God, all, I can have all of these cards yeah. that are on the table, yeah. like, except the basic land boxes, like, yeah, yeah, I'll take those. I did that the other day, like, I, I opened, I went to F&M, and I opened 48 packs, and I just took out all the foils and rares, and then I just, like, was, like, here's a stack of cards, you can have them, and they were, like, what? And I was, like, these are yours, take them home. And they were like, what do you mean? All these cards? I'm like, no, I only mean the top one. <laughs> and like, you oh, can each have one. Okay, thanks. And like, no, all the cards, you idiot. Take them. Take them home. Well, play that's with them. Yeah, exactly. And, like, one like, of, and one of the guys was like brand new. And like a total dirtle was teaching him how to play Magic. <laughs> was like really unfortunate. Like, I don't know if you guys saw my tweets from like a couple weeks ago when I was talking about those two guys that were in the store when I was trying to type up the EDH achievements. Yeah. And like all the awful things that were going on. It was those guys. <laughs> Dude, we need, so, like, there needs to be a new podcast for noobs called Dirtles Teaching Dirtles. Yeah, Dirtles really, Teaching dude. Dirtles, yeah. So no, no, but here's the thing, though. What what you were saying, Jeeves, is that you know people can throw away their cards, and of course anyone can do whatever the hell they want with anything. But what yeah. I'm saying is, is that like, okay, for instance, uh, on the Judge Cast one time, they were talking about this kid whose dad died, and this guy was trying to win their contest so that he could give these these packs to this kid because his dad was the one who had him in Magic, and since he wasn't there, he wasn't there to help him anymore, and. Uh, and so what I did is I got together like a big, huge chunk of cards that I don't necessarily need. But I mean, I gave him some good stuff too, and I gave him just a bunch of commons and uncommons and a bunch of rares and everything, just a mix of stuff. And I sent it to him because I thought, you know what, this is stuff I don't really need, but someone else can use it. So those people even that throw away their own cards at home, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But someone out there could use it. So what I'm saying is, is you could. Even if it's you're doing it at home, the next time you go down to an F&M, just take a big stack of cards and take them down there. Or, you know, look, I mean, if you just want, if you're trying to give back, we're, we're here doing this podcast to give back to the community, right? If you, tr- uh, everyone should be in some way giving back to the community, in my opinion, because otherwise there's no community, right? Well, the other thing is, like, like you can, you can always just save them and put them in a in a card box and give them to a friend that you've always wanted yeah. to get into magic. Like, right, exactly. I have Come a on. friend who's like 45 and he has two kids and he has no time for anything and for like a year and a half I've had a 1600 count card box full of cards from like Conflux up to like M12 and I just put cards in there that I'm never going to use. Some of them are rares, some of them are not. Lands, good lands, commons, uncommons, whatever. And I just put them all in there. And I would be, like, that's where I would be storing my cards anyway. And I just decided to, like, I don't need 12 Llanowar Elves. I don't need, <laughs> you know, fucking, I don't need 15 Reliquary Towers and stuff like that. So well, I just took them all out. Someone needs to play more EDH. I have, I have one in all my decks, and I have, like, 10 extra. So I don't need, like, 15 more. <laughs> Right. But like, but like, so, um, and like, I just told him, I'm like, look, I'm going to give these to you, come pick them up. And like, we haven't been able to meet up and give them, like, he hasn't been able to receive them yet, but they're still there. And like, if somebody else wants them, I'm just going to give them to that person. But they're just there for somebody else to have enjoyment out of them. Like, right. why would you just throw yeah, those in the but, fucking So garden? Tangent, you mentioned how we do this to give back to the community and how everyone should give back to the community. Otherwise, there won't be one. Have you smelled the community I, I mean, like I have smelled the community, and the community could use one 
very important thing, aside from a shower. It's called deodorant. They made it a few years back, and it actually helps you prevent it's you from stinking. It's fairly new, thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's fairly new. A lot of people don't know about it. It's somewhat secret tech, but you may want to give it a try. It's like sideboarding. It's like sideboarding. Scientists have known for over a year that deodorant is helpful to your odor. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. over a year. So that means and and to make it help, like to make it easy for you to get, they even put the word odor in it with a D before it, so that you'll understand that this takes away your odor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, that's kind of how that works. <laughs> it is, it is, and it's been around since at least M10. So it's been around for quite a while now, and you can definitely pick some up at your local store. Is this, okay, is this is this too much to ask? When you run a tournament, just have Axe body spray and Febreze there. Oh, we ha- I I have almost like Febreze customers before. It's but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, so you go to a pre-release, everybody's going to, like, even if I shower, if I'm there for eight hours, I'm probably going to not smell like I just showered. I mean, I don't reek because I do put this fandangled new deodorant product on, <laughs> which is really fairly cheap if you think about it because, like, it's brand new technology. And so they could be charging, like, the same price that Star City charges for new Jays. And um, so, but, like, why wouldn't you just have, like, a can of Axe at the front desk, front table judge area and just like well why don't the like, people have it in their cars like well okay but well, that's, that's almost too much yeah, to ask like, you know what this, I, mean? I think magic people aren't they're, they're the worst people on the planet and look, look at it Agreed. this way here's here's one thing as far as the store owners and maybe maybe they shouldn't be responsible for everyone's deodorant but i can say one thing i know that you're not going to use air conditioners because you don't want to pay the money but can you mix in a fan I mean, come on. Well, like, like, we use air conditioners. We use Lysol. We have yes, lights. Yes, but not stuff. all like, of you do. You do. I know. I don't. I know. I don't understand how. Like, how do you not use deodorant though? Like, all right, this is a really embarrassing story because it involves me watching awful reality TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I, really doesn't surprise me, to be honest with you. No, not at all. That's Girls happened- always love awful reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, oh, th- Exactly. Like, when you live with a girl, you get forced to watch things that you don't particularly want to watch. Is that um, what your boyfriend tells you? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> that was pretty good. Fuck you. Uh, he didn't even catch on to the fact that's what we meant in the first place. No. No, I, I caught on. I was trying to ignore it. Um, so I was subjected to the My show girlfriend Beauty says that, too. Yeah. Um, I was subjected to the show Beauty and the Geek, which aired a few years back. and like, Oh, my God. Everybody watched that show and told me that it was, like... So great, but it wasn't, right? No, it, it was, it was awful. funny. It was funny, but like and, uh, one of the things that happened awful. in like the first episode was it was these it was you know the little interviews with one of the geeks and like he was saying how like the girl he was paired up with like instructed him on how he had to wear deodorant every day and like this was just something that never would have occurred to him <laughs> on his own. What the fuck? <laughs> what? How can how you, old like, is this guy? Uh, they all had to be at least 18, probably at least 21. Oh, my God. Like, I don't understand how you can get into a position in your life. Like, like when you're 14, do you not have people who are good enough friends to be like, dude, you smell. You should probably have started wearing deodorant like na- by now. Because that's what oh friends are there to tell you. Like, dude, you reek. It's time to take care or of like, yourself. Or like, you know, your mom, she just buys it for you and leaves it on your desk. Hold on. Like- you guys are under the impression that, like, these people care i think like 
Like, it's not that they don't realize that they might smell. It's that they just don't care. Like, because, you know, they're too busy in their parents' basement playing Magic and World of Warcraft to actually bother with the shower because they've got to break away from the basement just to get to the Magic store to play in the pre-release, right? Well, so I mean, even WoW has downtime at least once a week, like... Yeah, but I, you, they have you to sleep sometime, man. Still, like, these people smell like they haven't showered in over a week, like... I don't know. It's brutal. And, like, this this goes right into the, the, the whole thing, like, of body awareness. Not only of, like, your awful smell, but, like, also of your touching me with it. Yeah, I was going to say that, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like you know how you're around smokers and you get, like, that smoke stench hey. if you're around them? It's the same thing with their BO, man. Like, when I walk out of a store with some really stinky people in it, it's like, dude, yeah. am I surrounded in a cloud of BO now? And this is this is the thing. So, okay. This so is wouldn't you thing. much rather if just you... smell like my cigarettes than have to smell like fat smoke? Oh, people? yeah, for sure. This is the thing. If I don't shower every day, which, like, being unemployed... Right now, I don't, because, A, I don't sweat that much, because I don't do anything. Oh, God, he's part right. of the Dude, problem. you're a big, fat guy. You sweat. You don't have to do anything to sweat. Like, <laughs> he's he's there, the guy that's I like, know I don't, don't stink. I don't need deodorant. But, like, B, but like B I don't really, like, like, I don't, I'm not interacting with people. Like, I'm, I'm not doing anything, which is, so it's fine if you want to be a nerd, and you want to sit in your basement, and you don't want to shower, and you just want to, like, shit through your little hole in your seat and not wipe ever <laughs> and like you just want to reek and you have like chota cheese in between your rolls and like fine whatever but like if you're gonna have a pre-release which is once every three months couldn't you shower to interact with me so hold like, on couldn't, jay couldn't you so you're you're unemployed you don't bother to bathe every day but you're married what the you're fuck not- is going on in canada a, you're not supposed to fully bathe every day anyway, unless it's required. And B, it's like every two days instead of one. Because really, if you think about it, let's say I get up at like noon, right? And then I fuck around doing nothing all day. And then I like, I don't know, let's say I go to the gym and shower when I get home at like, say, 9.30, okay? When I get home at 9.30 until the next day, I haven't actually done anything like, when I wake up in the morning, I still smell like I just showered. Jeebs, he's Canadian. Uh, you can't, you can't, you know, this whole showering every day, dude, I don't even that's like American that, or something. I don't know that comment of you're not supposed to bathe fully every day. I don't know what that <laughs> means. You're not. You wash like, your I hands. Europeans think we're all obsessive compulsive for bathing every day, but like... <laughs> no, it's actually just I don't for, know. For, for, for health reasons and for like your immune system. You're just not supposed to be super obsessive compulsive. Yeah, you don't want to wash the bacteria off of your body. That's well, bad. Well, like, just, just don't use, like, hand, sizer, hand sanitizer every 20 seconds, and, right. like, you'll still have an immune system. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if, you not, don't you have long hair, Jay? Like, no. Oh, I thought you did. No, he I, Like, my, my hair gets long and shaggy, but, like, I in the summer I shave it. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, like, if you if you had long hair, I did not know how oh, you could go a day without showering. Yeah, no. When I when I have long when I have long hair, then I shower almost like I almost want to shower twice a day. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel a little better now. Okay. Yeah. So so basically, shower and wear deodorant. Please. Okay. Or 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 at least go to your own pre-release where there's only also, you. You sweaty fat. And also, fat don't fucks. forget. Um, what tangent said? It's also important. 
uh, shower and then use deodorant. Do them in that order. If you yeah, put the deodorant on and then shower, yes. it's actually going to wash <laughs> off the deodorant. They have, I know it's new and high tech, but it, they haven't it figured is. out how to waterproof it Very yet. Very tech. Yeah, um, okay, so, you know, speaking of the pre-release, though, what was your guys' favorite card <laughs> after playing in the pre-release? Did you you played, right, Jeeves? Go ahead, buddy. Uh, I actually didn't get to play. You watched people play. Was what was your favorite card you watched people play? Yeah. My favorite card that I saw at the pre-release was someone opened a foil sundial of uh, the infinite. I was really happy about that because then I was able to buy it off them. Um, Did you see any pay? priceless treasures opened at the pre-release, Jeebs? Uh, that was priceless to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, how much? How no, much did you pay for that? Um, I gave him four bucks in credit, which is more than it's worth. But like, if it's something I personally want and I'm just gonna buy from the store anyway, I'm usually willing to give a little more credit just because I don't want I don't want to have to uh, deal with it walking out the door or anything. So that's that's more than I know. Star City was pre-selling them for ten dollars, but that's retarded. Um, so just a yeah, little, him, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't do anything. Like it'll be funny for my current EDH deck, and it will probably somehow win me a game by accident. Yeah, that's that's as much as it extends to. It's not like you know going to be a tier one tournament card or anything. Ten dollars, holy fuck! What a joke that place is. I mean, yeah. well, let me double check. Maybe they've since. Changed well, it, but since I think they, were they might have changed it. I think they were low on uh, quantity, though, when I had looked before. No, it's you know still, yeah, think, still you know $10, and they're almost sold out. You know why that is? It's because people think that it says, end the turn. I, no, I it's because it's... I encountered this like ten times on the weekend. People think that it says, end, end the, the turn. turn it doesn't. It says, it says, end your turn. Right. Which yeah, is totally th- different. <laughs> oh, is it? A large part of it Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, ending your turn is different than ending the turn? Yeah, yeah. So oh, people okay. don't understand this, and they think that this is, like, the best card ever printed, because you can just lock your opponents out. Oh, okay. I got ya. I don't think, I don't think that's why it's selling, though. I think, like, it's obviously, like, such a ridiculous Johnny card that, like, I think they're all just terrified someone is gonna break this, and, you know, it'll be, like, a legacy staple for years to come, and the foils will be worth, like, $80, and they want to they want to get on board that train now so they can be like I was there man I fucking told you all about Fuck. this. The magic economy is the worst. I actually hate the magic economy <laughs> so much for these reasons. Okay, so Jay. Yes, favorite card. My, my, my favorite card from the weekend is easily the fucking troll face satchel. The Brian's oh, dude, the, that thing is face sweet, satchel. Yeah. Uh, of course you'd love a card with troll in the name. <laughs> it is. It's the, it's, fucking, it's the best card ever. I don't know if you saw anybody isn't open it. it. Just, isn't it just Savage Silhouette from uh, Zendikar with a different name? What? No. What the fuck is no, Savage Silhouette? So, dude. Isn't it the... Isn't, isn't that the thing that just gets plus two, plus two in regeneration? No, dude. No, no that's Trollhide. This is the, like, the oh. Elvish Piper, right? Basically, no. That's what, Quicksilver Amulet. Oh, what in the hell? What is it you're talking about? What is the tr- troll? Oh, wait, the satchel. It's the it's uh, called oh, Druidic the... Satchel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where did where the fuck did you get troll in it? Yeah, that's look a at cool the picture. Card. Look at the picture. It's, <laughs> fucking, it's a it's a troll's face being like, got you, dude. That looks and like a cat. Refresh no, my memory of what it cat. does, dude. It's a troll I don't cat. The spoiler. So anyways, anyways, oh this card is the Stone Cold Nut. Oh, I know um, what it is. Okay, go ahead. I opened I opened two of them. So I opened one on Saturday for the midnight and one on Saturday the regular day. Um, and they both single-handedly like are the reasons that I won 
That's the one that does like something. You flip the top card so, over. So you, right? yeah, you reveal the top card of your yeah. library, and if it's a creature, you get a sapling. If it's a uh, land, you just put it onto the battlefield unfucking tapped. And if it's a non-creature non-land, you just gain two life. So the the worst interaction that I had with it was that I just drew through two fucking aw- like two lands that were on top of my deck when I had like twenty cards left or fifteen cards left. I just drew through two lands that were on top of my deck. And then drew my the card that I needed and killed my opponent. Um, I played a game against a guy who had the the tapping crown, the three mana blinding mage, yeah. as well as two regular lawkeeper blinding mages, and uh, and then a bunch of just like dirtles. And then he also was using things like um, that brink of disaster, which is like if a land or creature would become tapped, destroy it. Yeah. It's like a creature enchantment, and he used it with his tapper guys to do it. His deck was pretty shit. He's a really good player and a, a friend of mine, but his deck was shitty, so he used that kind of like removal. But um, we had a game that lasted probably 40 minutes, just game like two, because my life um, like wouldn't he couldn't actually get through for damage, and I was making like a sapperling every turn. Like I always just got what I what I needed. I had another game on Saturday where my friend John. Got me down to one life with that pinger, that goblin pinger. Uh, that like just is, can only hit players. So he got me down to like, I was at three life and he used it and something else to get me down to one life. And then I revealed mind control at the end of his turn to gain two to go back up to three. And then on my upkeep I revealed mind control to go to five. And eventually, like very slowly, eventually win the, like win that game. And he was so mad that he took my card and threw it down the stairs. Nice. <laughs> yeah, That's it's, awesome. It's easily my favorite card. I think it's probably one of the best limited cards in the set. Yeah. yeah that I- actually reminds me. Um, my favorite thing I saw happen at the pre-release. Um, there's a guy who comes all the he comes to like our F and M's all the time too. He's a really good player and he's like the nicest guy ever. Um, his deck was total shit except he had Day of Judgment, and he had that full Empire set, the uh, Scepter Crown and Throne. Right. I saw I saw a game where like he was beyond fucked, like dead on the board. He topped that <laughs> the PC was missing, and then he just drops it and is like, I'll steal your biggest guy and make five jumpers and take three damage, I guess. And like, so, like he went like he went from from being like, I am dead as soon as you untap to you have no fucking chance of winning. <laughs> <laughs> so like the scepter does one damage. Mm-hmm. If and then you only if you have, have the scepter, three if you have all of them, and then the crown is tap a guy or steal a guy if you have all of them. Yes, and steal it forever. You don't have to keep it tapped. Yeah, and the throne is what? It's either one soldier or if you have all three of them, five soldiers for one mana. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> wow. If you have the like, set, oops, it's I just top deck the crown, steal your guy. I can't make believe you opened all three, dude. That's insane. Fuck yourself. Holy. Yeah, like I know two of them are in commons, but it's still pretty tough to open all no, three. No, it, it is. Yeah, it is still pretty uh, pretty tough. Well, even if they were all the uncommons, it would still be tough to open all three of them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty r- crazy, but... Um, well, okay, so so since we've been talking about, like, favorite cards and how we think things are, how do you feel about the economy of the, the set? Like, not only, like, the pre-order sales of cards, but also just how the set is financially. In, you know. Shit sucks. Yeah, it's awful. It's, like, it's, I, like I, I, I... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I uh, at F&M, I went in early, and I opened, like, 44 packs of 
uh, NPH that I was going to trade in. Like my store allows you to trade booster packs in. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally not on that scale, but you can go like say like two or three or four or five times and do it slowly. And it's just mainly I, I mainly do it just to draft, right? Like I go in and trade in three NPH for three M12 a draft that day, right? Um, so. I was going to do that, and then I was looking at the set, and I was like, there is fucking nothing in this set that's worth over $10. Like, why the fuck would I trade any of Well, there's of like Chandra and Jace, obviously, that's, right? That's it. Like, Chandra, yeah. Jace, and Garrick, and Gideon, and, and Primeval Titan. No, yeah, that's, sorry, yeah. Is Gideon, is Gideon over 10 That's so weird. Why? None of these like, is, okay, so he's yeah. at 15 That's fine. So, so there's like five cards. They're all Mythics. Yeah, uh, they're it's four bad. Planeswalkers and a Primeval Titan are the yeah. only things worth money, and like they're they're not even going to be worth like Jason Chandra aren't going to be worth that much. I don't even know why Jace is even worth that much. I could see he's only Chan- good when you open him in sealed. I could see her being worth that much a lot easier than I could see Jace. I mean, and I she still, is yeah, playable. I agree, and I still like, can't see her being worth that much. I no, can see it. I just don't she's going to have happen. a place. Yeah, it's it's just so it it sucks so bad because this is the first that I've seen where like I saw an entire box opened just like prize packs just someone cracking an entire box and like there were six regular mythics and a foil mythic and then you would if you had bought that box you wouldn't have broken even because the most expensive yeah. card was like one Soren Markov like there's all those mythics but it's like okay there was a Soren but then it's time reversal foil time reversal. That stupid fucking dragon, that stupid fucking hydra, that stupid fucking vampire, and uh, I don't even know what the other one was, or maybe that was seven. I lost count. They're so bad. Yeah, oh, and like a sun like, titan, which awful. is like four dollars now. And like, yeah, and you get like rare lands, which have been reprinted twice, so like a third time now. So like, those are two dollar cards, and like, so so hold on just, though, I, I I I'm just. I want to say this, like, M12 is the worst set financially since, like, 9th, 10th edition was horrible, it was, it's actually it's like worse dark. than that. No, 10th was way better than this, because 10th had all 10 pain lands, which at That's the time true. were still, like, 3 right. to $5, it yeah. had, um, oh, I'm trying to remember what was in 10th now, 10th had Piffing Needle, which was still money, um, like, financially, 10th actually wasn't that bad. 10th... Like, ninth was awful. Tenth was the best course that they had done since Revised. Um, and God, then see, like I thought tenth. everyone hated tenth. I mean, they liked it better than, yeah, ninth or whatever, but it's like... But tenth, tenth was the first course that people really liked again, and then I thought they didn't M10 like it until M10, man. M10 they loved. M10 like, they loved, but M10, when it came out, everyone really liked it because they, they had done a good job with it. Um, there was decent money in it. It was a lot of good stuff. It was black-bordered because it was like the... Uh, what was that? It was uh, 15 years at this point. Um, I guess that was. It was their whole, like, magic celebration. Well, 10th was blackboarded, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. For That was 10th. Oh, I thought you were saying tenth M10. The, you know, okay, 10th yeah. was the first English language uh, <clears throat> core set that was blackboarded since beta. Um, and that helped the values, too, with them all right, being blackboarded. Right. But... Okay, so anyway, that's boring, and let's move on. Uh, <laughs> what do you yes, guys agreed. What do you guys think about the uh, overlapping core sets in standard? That's really I, annoying. I think. Yeah, I just uh, this was actually my question that I had for you guys. So just to clarify, in case anyone doesn't completely know what that, uh, I mean by that, like you mean the I mean, core sets that are overlapping, right? But like, why it would uh, particularly be an issue? Because one of the things they do in core sets is. 
they change what they want to do. You know, like, they don't want to print Lightning Bolt anymore. Instead, they want us to have Shock and Incinerate. Or, like, Scry is gone. You know, that was a one-time thing. So Preordain's gone, and we have Ponder back. But for the next three months, that means we have Preordain and Ponder. And we have, like, uh, Shock, Lightning Bolt, and Incinerate all in standard at the same time. Yeah, so like it's, you, it's, could, you could build red deck wins with just lands and burn and well, have a viable deck. Like, you don't need Labamancer, you don't need Goblin Guide, you don't need those things. You could actually just do it with burn right now. You know what it kind of reminds me of? And this is this is just a weird analogy, but it does kind of remind me of it in a way. I used to play Ultima Online way back in the day, okay? And uh, every night when they, the servers, just before the servers would go down for their whatever upkeep, they would... Uh, they would get have this certain amount of time, like a half hour, where nothing was saved. So they would have server wars, and you could just go battle it out, and there was just complete chaos. And and that's what this reminds me of. It's like you have this period where where you it's just kind of chaotic because you can play so much craziness. And like yeah, red deck is pretty viable because there's just so much burn, it's like you can have an entire deck made of just burn spells, and they'd all be solid spells. It's it's really, uh, I don't know, it's it's kind of weird and kind of like just a, a big war. And yeah, I think, I think it's stupid for two reasons, maybe even three. One, the reason that we already discussed. I think that's really annoying. Two, uh, everybody on the planet is confused about when the core sets rotate. Everybody. Everybody says uh, at FNM, like, oh, man, so, like, now we have to get rid of X card or Y card or whatever that was in, like, M11 but not in M12. And it's like, no, they both rotate in October. Oh, really? Because I thought that, no, they both rotate in October. Oh, really? That's so weird. Why would they? Yeah, they both rotate in October. Just stop asking me questions about this. They just both rotate in October and just leave it at that. I'm like, oh, okay. And then... It's really confusing for new people as well because new kids think that, like, you have a new core set every year, which is why they did that. They made them M11 and M and instead of 10th edition and et cetera and daunting. Now they're just called new things and they're supposed to be for new players and make it easy. But when they make them overlap, the new players are even more confused than, I don't know, girls playing Magic. It's just ridiculous. And then the third reason that I don't like it is that there's reprints. Half the set is fucking reprints. Like well, it's a core set. Of course, it's going to be half. But like, but like, then, then why you are they be, overlapping? You should be thanking them to have any new cards. No, I think no, no, there's like fifty like, some new cards fine. in the set, right? I just right? think that it's stupid that they that they overlap. Yeah, I. My only real complaint is like I understand why they want everything to rotate at once because theoretically that's easier. And if it weren't for the fact that like they can't wipe our memories of of the fact that, that wasn't how it used to be, it would be easier. Um, except people remember how it was, so it leads to all those stupid questions that apparently annoy you, unreasonably so. Um, but that's like, not you know, unreasonable. No, I, I don't know. I, that's not the point. Like, when they have something and they, they're trying to change, like, what they want in the core set, like, you sh- if you're going to change what you want in the core set, that means the other stuff has to go, not, you know, let's have both of them at the same time. Yeah. So we agree. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah. Um, what do you think, Tangent? Did you even say? Do I? What do I think about them? Oh, yeah. Well, I basically yeah. said it's like a war and it's chaos, and I don't really care 
Yeah, he had that awesome Ultima Online analogy. Well, because really the, like the whole point, the whole point is that it's... It was a good analogy. Well, I, I mean, it, it kind of is that way, but the thing is, is it's like, it's if you like that sort of thing. I personally think it's it's a little too chaotic because it's... you can, Like, your deck that you're going to build during that time is going to be completely irrelevant. In, in just a couple months. And so it's just really, I don't know, it just seems weird. And it seems confusing for new players to me too. Because you could, I mean, like if the new core set came out and the set and the old one dropped off, then people, then the players would understand that that's what they were building with. And that they wouldn't get confused when in three months all those cards from the, the uh, previous core set are gone. I don't know, it just seems confusing to me. I, but, but it's, but I'm fine with it. I really don't care. I don't care like you guys do, and I play. I actually play standard, and neither you do. So shut up. I play standard. No, you don't. Please, Valakut isn't standard. Valakut's Valakut. Yeah. Valakut's like a demo deck, dude. It's a pre-built. It's a pre-con. That'd be so wicked if it was. If they were just like, in, instead of like banning Valakut, like Smitty wanted so badly, they just made it a pre-con. <laughs> 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 so what's what's this about one of uh, Jeeb's Twitter followers uh, hitting on Jay? I was a, I like I posted on Twitter um, that Jay lives in a loft, and uh, she replied with, "Is he hot?" Oh, I said that <laughs> I was like I was like, "No, he's not hot," uh, and he lives in the loft with, or dorm with his wife, and it's not really a dorm, but he is Canadian. <laughs> Apparently, all that matters from that is that you're Canadian. So you're the best you're wingman right. on the planet. Dude, that's awesome. I think yeah. I think the problem with you being a wingman is that you're a woman and you don't know how that operates. <laughs> you don't know you the know rules said, of being a wing woman. Dude, you know what? I got it worked fine because I said the only thing that matters last, and that's all she remembered was that you were Canadian. I'm sure that that will be all that she remembers. Let's be reasonable here, Jesus. Look, women have short attention spans; they can't remember whole sentences. Speaking of which. Somebody asked us how we feel about minorities uh, in Magic. Blind people should not be allowed to play Magic. That's how I feel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about deaf people? Is that a minority? That's fine. Oh, that's totally fine. Because they that's, can that's, that's, like, that's the same thing as playing against someone who doesn't speak the same language as you. Like Does you that just use non on like the Pro Tour, yeah, like you play against some dude who only speaks like Russian or something, and not instead of English. Man, that'd be so cool. So okay, Probably. what what are we asking about? How we think about minorities here? I don't know. Like, what do we? What's your general feeling? Do you have any kind of ups or downs or whatever about women and children? Is they they specifically said women and children? So I'm assuming they're not talking about like visible minorities, like blacks. Right. They're not well, talking about real minorities since uh, there's more women than men in the world. Yeah, they're talking about like situational minorities. Yeah. Well, there should be more women playing and less kids. Is that what you mean? I guess I don't know. It's not my question. Well, How do you feel about minorities in magic? No, I've got. I've got a, here. Let's. This is a great topic. This is a great uh, segue, and we'll come back to that topic. Ask when you ask us questions. Explain what the fuck your question is supposed to mean. Okay. So back to the other. Uh, to the topic here. What do you guys think of minorities in Magic? Uh, well, first of all, I've never met a woman that plays Magic that's any good at it. Okay, there you go. That's really? Good. So, yeah, really, yeah. 
Wow. Wasn't it okay, just that, wasn't it just a woman that won the community cup? That's irrelevant to me because I didn't meet that person. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's and a, you I'm haven't not, met I'm Jeebs. Not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying. No, there used to be some pro woman who. Like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Shut up. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not right, talking relax. about like the fact that like there may or may not be one or ten women that are okay or good at magic. <laughs> like it's like poker, right? Like oh. there's women that are good at poker. Um, it, I'm just saying that I've never actually seen or met one in my personal. You're just saying we should ban women experience. from playing magic because well, you think they're bad. <laughs> so no, I think wait, well, I I'll, I'll, I'll I understand, like why Jay hasn't seen them, and that's pr- that's part of the issue. Like, yes, there should be more women playing magic, and it's not like men are are more prone to like you know so-called like nerdy or dorky things or whatever because women are just as into this stuff. Um, but the thing is, you know, women would go to a tournament and they would just see a room filled with five hundred J Bushes and be yeah. like, "No, sir." So, so well, this is the thing. So, for two reasons. So, one, like, like my wife plays magic with me. Uh, I know lots of my friends have girlfriends that play magic with them, but they very rarely will play magic with other people and them. A because there's too much going on, and they don't like they either can't figure it out or they they like don't understand the game enough to pick it up. Like like I can play EDH with Megan very well, and she she beats me about as many of the times that I beat her. Sometimes I let her, but sometimes she actually just wins. Right. Right. Um, but, like, if we try to play three-player EDH, she, like, loses her attention span really quickly because she hasn't been playing Magic since... Like, the, the, the only set she knows is the EDH deck I built her. Right? Like, she doesn't know cards. She doesn't... Like, so when you're playing a really advanced or complicated game state, it's just way too difficult for her to understand, like, there's 15 enchantments on the board doing things. Like, how can she possibly you know, follow that along type idea. Like, even I get bored with that. I just, like, can snap back to that because I've had experience with those cards and I understand magic, right? So that's one reason that I've never seen a lot of women play magic. It's just, like, they want to get into it for their significant other, but, like, they don't actually care. Like, you know, Megan plays Wii with me, but she's not going to go play, like, Modern Warfare with me, right? Like, um, so... There's that. The other thing is, like, I would never, ever want Megan to experience a pre-release ever. First of all, she can't handle uh, the fattest, ugliest, clearly don't give a shit about their appearance whatsoever, and think they look like Indiana Jones with their stupid hats, <laughs> um, like losers on the planet. I can barely, like, I tolerate them because I have to. She can't, right? Second of all, she has huge tits. Uh, oh and god, dude! We can't oh we can't god. be having those people constantly just like staring, raping her yeah. because they've never like seen tits outside of a fucking pixelated monitor. Like, <laughs> and and like third of all, like the smell would just be awful for her to deal with. Like she's walked out of like malls because like somebody stunk. Like. We just, like, she just can't handle it. And, like, a lot of Is women... Is she blind so she has, like, hypersensitive <laughs> smell to make up for No, 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 but she's just, she's a women very... Women have better sense very, of smell than guys She's a very anyway. feminine lady. Like, she likes, she likes things that are soft and fun and pink and flowers and perfumes and showers and, like, yeah, fat, you ugly, total gross... Sense. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, fat, ugly, gross bears of men that, like, have food stuck in their fucking mutton chops and, like, smell like they're like they've never wiped their ass ever 
Okay, so she can't handle what that, right? you think of women in magic is that your wife can't handle pre-releases? No, the most most of the women that I know that even have expressed even a slight interest in, in nerdier things can't handle it for those reasons. Okay, so... Like, I have, I have lots of nerdy friends that play, like, nerdy board games with me or, like, are very nerdy in their own endeavors, but they would never be able... Like, they make fun of me for being a magic player because of the social stigma that comes with magic players because, like I said earlier... Magic players are the worst people on the planet. Right, okay, so basically what, what you're taking from this question is, why don't we see more women and kids playing magic? Yeah, and I mean, I'm just saying, like, this is the reason why. The other thing, too, is that, like, again, because magic players are the worst people on the planet, uh, everybody is scumbagging everybody else is, if they can, right? So, right. Like, can you imagine if I had to play a child at a limited event? Like... Does anybody expect me to go easy on this child, regardless of whether I would or not? Like, my online reputation is obviously something that I would just be crushing this kid and, like, also kicking his shins or something under the table. <laughs> like, like, and, and people do this. They take advantage of kids. They take advantage of kids when they're trading. They take advantage of kids when they're playing magic. Like, Jeeves takes advantage of kids all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, like, no, girl all right, actually, that right? reminds me. But, like, they're delicious. But, like... Wait, you said cookies, right? Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on a little bit. Um, no, that actually reminds me of one of the... We had a bunch of new people at our store for this pre-release because they hate one of the other stores in the area. And, mm -hmm. like, some woman was telling me, like... Well, first of all, we actually just started getting some more kids showing up, which is cool. And, like, one of the reasons I don't think you see a lot is what the kid's mother talked to me about for a little bit. Which was the language? Like this is all. These are. Yeah, that's they're, you, they're yeah. not. They're not the worst people in the world. That would be comic book people, because are you magic. Sure, is, uh yes, I deal with both of them all day. Because the yeah. difference is, comic books like magic is at least designed to be social. Like there is nothing social about reading comic <laughs> he, books. He, he is you're entirely correct. Like the worst of the worst, and then you're also like deliberately secluding them from. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, because I, I will stunning. say this because you know I do the Gods of Geek podcast, and I've had to go to comic book conventions, which I'm totally against and don't believe in in any way, shape, or form. And I will tell you right now. Well, they're real. Jeeves is correct. What? I said they're real. Like no. you, you may not believe in them, but they exist. Yeah, I've seen well, them. unfortunately, like fairies. Right. Yeah. Like Jeeves. Go ahead, Jeeves. Yeah, you, I was trying to figure out a funnier way to say it. Um, I failed. But uh, so this woman was talking to me, and like, not, not the kid's mom, one of the um, people who showed up for the pre-release, and she was talking about how with this store, like, basically they're all a bunch of douchebags there, like the people Jay's used to. And she saw someone, some kid was like talking to someone, and some guy just came and like swiped a, a worm coil engine from right in front of him. And she had to yell at the guy, like, what the fuck are you doing? Give that back. And the little kids look at her, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, has, yeah, yeah. Has no idea. that. It, and, like, if people are going to treat kids like that, like, yeah, they're not going to play because you're all a bunch of... Yeah, they, well, they prey on them. And this, like, I remember this from when I was a kid and I played Pogs. And, like, I was the kid that your parents called my parents about because I would crush your kids at Pogs because your kid was an idiot and didn't understand the physics of Pogs. And I did, so I knew how to slam them over every single time. And then, are you really like, bragging I, about your skill with pogs, dude? Yeah, yeah. Really? And I'm, but I'm just saying, like, it's the same in magic. It's like you're gonna send your your eight year old or your ten year old kid to a, a card shop by himself, and you don't think that like four sweaty, gross, 
giant dudes, like compared to this tiny child, these giants aren't going to be able to like coerce this kid into doing something that he didn't want to do, like trade his cards. And if he doesn't, then they're just going to, st- you don't think they're just going to steal them anyway? Like, like, that's, it's also, just, that's something it's just that awful. like shop, shop owners and like TOs should be aware of too. Cause like, this, I knew this kid was coming, and um, I had also talked to him because he was looking for Liliana Vestas, which we didn't have any of. And uh, he saw that like we were buying cards, and he was he was like, "Oh, you know, I have like uh, a couple sort of worn pieces. Like I can bring those to trade since I want Liliana." And like I just came right out immediately and was like, "You know that those aren't like one of these is worth significantly more than the other. Yeah, and yeah. It's not the one you you were looking for that's worth more. Yeah, and like." So fortunately, like most of the people who come to our store wouldn't, you know, try and rip a kid off. Um, there's only a couple people we have out of like hundreds that have been there that are like total dicks. But that's that's pretty unusual, I know, for most stores. Okay, I have yeah, it some, is, it some is. very important uh, breaking news here. I'm going to go ahead and post in the uh, the chat window there. You guys need to check this out. It's pretty important. Especially for Monkey Jay. wedding called illegal <laughs> by Indian officials. So. <laughs> Thanks. It was a wedding that thousands waited eagerly for since the engagement was announced. No. Invitations were sent, the details were meticulously labored over, and finally... Tangent, I swear to fucking God, if you don't edit this out of the final cut... No I'm way, gonna... dude. This is important. Dude, the government cracked down on this, man. <laughs> because monkeys are technically government property. So marrying oh, wait, a monkey, this, this even to America? another monkey, is illegal. Oh, but who cares? Because <laughs> Jay's barely from Canada. people up what there. The An Indian man was able to marry a female dog, but monkeys are not allowed to be married. What's up with that, dude? Seriously. Fuck those people. I know. Um, speaking of speaking of uh, stores being more aware of that stuff and curbing it, that can go both ways. So my friend, uh, who shall remain nameless, we'll call him Robert. Uh, you know what's so awesome is like what if that was his real name is like Robert and I just said like we'll call him Robert can we call him Roberto that way it seems like it's the beanie sure yeah well it is so my friend Roberto has a really (laughs) a really funny well not a funny story but a shitty story about kids and his local game store so like this store is in Alberta it's called Genre Collectibles um he wrote me an email asking like me for advice on what he could do, how to get sanctioned, because Broken City uh, was official, like was sanctioned through um, like by itself before it became part of a store, like partnered with a store. Uh, so he writes, "Our local store has stopped all competitive play and has told a select few of us to dumb down our decks so others can play. It's kind of bullshit." I want to be better and play against the best, and I know I have to dumb my stuff down so that 12-year-olds can beat me. Um, this also stems from that last, like, on one of the other podcasts I talked about, that store that's in, like, Vernon or Fernie in Alberta, or BC, that, like, bans control decks. And remember, we were like, well, what constitutes a, const- a control deck? Like, who makes these bullshit rules up? Right. So this is this is very similar. Like, so A, I'm telling you that you have to dumb down your deck. So who who decides how dumb my deck is? Like, is it that I can't play any rares? Is it that <laughs> it can't be a net deck? You have to use I, a popper deck, dude. Yeah. Like, is it is it that I have to build like like because I could I could probably beat some twelve year olds with a fucking the like, event deck by playing, but like by, by, by playing like red deck wins with no rares, 
I mean, like, isn't it better... So- well, obviously the answer to this is yes, but I'll pose it as a question anyway. But isn't it a better solution <laughs> for this? Like, <laughs> relax, guy. Um, I, I, first of all, I don't know your your alleged friend, Roberto, or whatever. Um, so maybe he's a giant dick. I'm for the sake he's of not. argument. Okay, I was going to say, we'll assume not. So since he's not, like, a dick and, like, trash-talking these kids... and like, No, you know, he's, like, like, a super nice guy. So the solution isn't to just ban competitive play. It would be to encourage him to, like, help these kids and make them yeah. better. And, like, That's what I thought. Okay, you know, you're not just going to give out, like, free Jaces for everyone. Um, but, you know, like, maybe teach them, you know, like, help them do- build a uh, competitive, like, Red Deck Wins, you know, something that costs, like, $10. Yeah, or, like, or like why wouldn't you... Why wouldn't you maybe split your FNM into two categories under and over twelve or under and over thirteen or something, right? And and if the under thirteen year olds wanted to play in the other category to get better and et cetera, then they could. They didn't have to play in the shittier bracket. But like because they did that for Magic a little while ago or a couple of years ago when they had like it was called like Super Series or something. Yeah, it was the Wasn't Junior it? Super it, Series. Yeah, yeah that, and it was, that started way back in like the mid '90s, and it stopped. Sure, yeah. probably like five or six years ago. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like, yeah, you know what? If I ever like, I've seen kids at my pre-releases and et cetera, and they're like the worst players because they just they're kids. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, and like, yeah, my friend Galen has a kid who's like seven years old and like was teaching a judge how to play properly uh, at game day. But, like, awesome, that's a one-of, nice. just, like, women. So, um, like, it's just stupid. And like, Well, what you're talking is, about, is, though, is, is there enough? I mean, like, I've never seen more than, you know, a couple at any well, given Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, so this store must be full of the worst players that are whiny on the planet and full of kids. And it's in a smaller town. So, like, fine. I guess you have to, like, you have to, you have to sort of curb your... Your uh, like your base to your customers, but like this is not the way to go about it. And so I just told him I was like, "Fuck that store! Don't give that store any more money. Buy all your shit online. Don't ever go to a tournament there. Get yourself sanctioned and play fucking anywhere else, or go to another store. Like, and and don't be a dick about it. And like, he's not a dick anyway. He's like actually like super polite. I'm actually confused as to why we're friends. Um, but, <laughs> but, but that is pretty but confusing. Like, but and I was like, but make sure you tell them why you're leaving. Like, don't just not ever show up to FNM again. Kind of be like, hey, like, you know, we're probably not going to be able to come to any more FNMs, et cetera, because I'm not happy playing, like, a random stack of cards from your common bin and land. Anymore. Yeah, that's complete bullshit, man. There's no reason why that should be acceptable in any... It, I, any store should do that. That's, that's horrible. I mean, if you want to yeah. play at the freaking library, go play at the library. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, the one the one good thing now is, like, just any douchebag can be a TO, so he can just go and sign up, and he can sanction his own tournaments and run them at the library, or, like, run them in his fucking basement, as long as he's willing to put the address online. Yeah, like, exactly. Anyone can anyone can organize real tournaments and sanction them, and, like, once you've done a few to show that you actually, you know, aren't just trying to rip wizards off, like, you can get F&M cards... Yeah, you know, and like start your own thing. I thought that wasn't true anymore. I thought you have to have a store. Isn't that what that whole big thing was about? Just recently that they weren't giving away F and M promos to non stores anymore, even if you was are. That, I thought that was I thought that was for pre releases. The pre releases had to be at an actual storefront now. Oh, I thought it was F and M promos too, but I could be wrong uh, about that. I thought I you don't know. Even, even who cares? I have so I don't even know. Yeah, but, it's like, irrelevant maybe, like, anyway. The, the main thing is the main thing is the tournaments and the sanctioning, the free fucking cards. Like fuck it, who cares about that? But like, 
Yeah, like, and that's what I told him. I was like, just figure something out to never ever have to go back to that store again. Like, that's a shit story. Fuck kids. Yeah. I agree. That's what I'm saying, Whoa, man. Well, okay, that's not appropriate talk. You should be ashamed it's, it's of yourself. Talk that you don't have intercourse say. with kids. <laughs> Please don't talk to Jeebs about having intercourse with kids. Girl scouts. Hey, I was predator. just the one speaking out against it. All right. <laughs> this is a libel. What you guys are doing to me? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeebus would never do that. It would be if you didn't have twenty boxes of Girl Scout ki- cookies at home right now. In your basement, locked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a problem. I can't help it. <laughs> the Thin Mints are so good. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so I think we should probably wrap wind this thing down here, guys. Um, anything? Any other comments or, you know, anything else you wanted to say before we go move to shoutouts? Uh, I don't have any fucking shoutouts this week. Okay. That was all I wanted shout to say. Shout-outs, uh, Jeebs? Well, Jay should be the one doing it, but I'll give a shout-out to my friend Cassie for asking if Jay's hot. <laughs> oh, I'll nice. give a shout-out to Jeebus for not being a good wingman and saying no, you fucking dick. <laughs> In all fairness, have you looked at yourself? Yeah, all the time. Like, Especially I, after I get back from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Ugh. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I will go ahead and give shouts this week. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my fellow hosts of Mana Screwed. We had our last episode, episode 52. We are done. We closed the show. So uh, I just wanted to say thanks to uh, Roberto, Jack, uh, Charlotte and Chris for some good some good shows and 52 episodes a full year of podcasting even though it went longer than that but a year's worth and it was a good we had some really good times but it just wasn't um, it, it was time for it to be done so anyway shouts to them and yeah that's pretty much it for right now I'm I'm good for the week. I think you guys know where to reach us, publicenemiesmtg at gmail.com, and publicenemies misspelled as always on Twitter, which is uh, E-N-E-M-Y-S, publicenemiesmtg. And other than that, anything else? And you can find us individually on Twitter as well, and you should yeah, all no follow me. No one wants to look you up, dude. Come on. Don't man. follow Jesus. He never actually tweets anything ever. That's Most relevant. people like, haven't blocked he, anyway. Yeah, What's you it? can you can follow Tangent and myself because like we're pretty funny and we ta- <laughs> like we tweet relevant things. But like he actually just never, Jeebus never tweets anything that's funny or relevant ever. Dude, I just tweeted before we started about how I saw a fucking like bomb strapped to a dog outside. That's not relevant. No, or funny. How do you? How did you see bomb strapped to a dog outside? Like they're, I was outside they're, smoking they're and it's priming. a dog. No, there was just a dog walking by with, like, a blinking red light on it. Like, what could that possibly be but a bomb? Exactly. It was probably a fucking blind person's dog with saddlebags. <laughs> I've seen that before. And you're just well, being an asshole. Blind, How's the blind person blind supposed to see a blinking lights, red light? The blind person can't see it. Ha 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 
Suckers, suck so hum MCs who can't rock again, so go cut the cheese. Take this application to rhyme like these. My rap trend hot 110 degrees. So don't stop facing, I'll stop placing. Bet on that you'll be disgracing. You and your mind for my beat and for my rhymes. A time for a crime that I can't find. I show you my gun, my Uzi ways a chum beat. Cause I'm public enemy number one.